0: Good morning. Guten Erev Shabbos. Well, we're going to say Erev Shabbos, even though it's Erev Erev Shabbos. I am presently recording this podcast of our Torah in the Gullist of America. I've been here for uh, over 10 days, uh, say 12 days already. It's been a fairly long trip for myself. I've been the last, spent the last week in Miami Beach, Florida, or other areas of southern Florida, I would first like to express my Akar hatov to the Rabbanu for giving me this opportunity to spend it and to see so many Talmidim and really to see that the garden, uh, that the Rabbanu allowed us to plant the seeds of Ner Yaakov are spreading out so beautifully throughout the world, especially here in southern Florida, which has become a, really a, a change, I would say a change in uh, the the format of the way Torah is being Spread out throughout the Batimidrash and the Bataknesias, to schools, and I see the change over the years. And there's a reboy of Torah and people that are keeping the learning of Torah in the mitzvahs, and everyone should have a lot of bracha. I also want to express Hatkar Zatov to the wonderful, wonderful hosts that I have here Eliezer and Marlene Fox, who always host me here in Miami Beach, Florida, and their naryak of parents. They're very very special friends, and they should have a lot of nachas from their children and from their grandchildren. mitzah shem we should share in simchas with a good health. at May esrim. So I've been here, and I just like to uh, also speak about the parsha for sure, and uh, try to get chizuk. Parshas Vayishlach, Shin Pe Gimel. Being away from Eretz Yisroel, it's a little different kind of venue, but. I've spent not only last Thursday night with a wonderful, wonderful kumzitz uh, and the at Rabbi Yaakov Marmer's house in North Miami Beach. I think I might have expressed it last Friday when we spoke. Uh, But then afterward Shabbos, we spent it in the Boca Raton community with Rabbi Goldberg Schlita and our wonderful Talmud, Rabbi Josh Brody. And again, we had Onik Shabbos on Friday night by Sandy, Rep. Sandy Shulkis, who's really doing great work out here. And Shabbos, we met a lot of Talmidim. I spoke at the Kiddush. I spoke the rabbi slot in the afternoon for the whole community. And it really, it was inspiring, not inspiring. I hope my words were inspiring for the Olim, And it was also inspiring to see the development of that particular community. And they should also have a lot of bracha. And the last part we'll just say is the preface to this, uh, to this Dvar Torah, Arab Shabbos Padist, Sunday evening. We uh, were zochit um, to be able to address uh, um, the friends and family of Rabbi Josh Brody on the 20th yard side of his dear father, who I knew, Arnie Brody, and uh, again, Ruch to see what Rav Josh and his wife are doing, and uh, his family and all the friends here in Boca Raton and throughout Florida. This is all uh, part of our partnership, as I say, the Shutfus. So we've spoken a lot about some of the things I've been doing here, but I can't <laughs> I can't miss out on the fact that I've had the opportunity to meet so many Talmidim, and again, Brofus and Nachas from every single one of them. They're too numerous to mention, but it's really been a lot of, a lot of... Uh, the only way you can describe it, a lot of nachas. So, what what can we say about the parasha? We've spoken about this parasha in the past. Yaakov Avinu, the epic parasha of Yaakov Avinu meeting up with Esav, and Esav comes with the four hundred soldiers, and Yaakov Avinu sends the malachim, the sheluchim. So, first of all, we just want to say that we know the Ramban points out that this parasha is the template for how Yidden go through galus. And he says, this parasha was written because HaKadosh Baruch Hu saved his servant. It's interesting. I saw one of the, the Yaakov Avinu is called the servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he saved him, and he sent the Malach to save him, and it comes to teach us that he didn't rely just on his tzitkis, but he did his shtadlis, and this is a remez, for generations, hell... We Jews live in Golas. Everything that happened to, Avim, to Yaakov Avinu and to the Yavis, and especially between Yaakov and Esau, will continue to happen with the Bnei Yisov. And We see throughout the Golas the Bnei Esav are always trying to destroy us. We'll discuss that more in a, in a moment. But it's going to happen with the Bnei Esav. And what should we do in order to be able to combat it? We should hold on to the derech of the tzaddik, which means we should prepare ourselves for three things. La'esot like Yaakov Avinu, prepare himself for tefillah, for and for Hatzolah, b'derek to battle or to run away, not so. And the truth is, we just look at the history of the Jewish people. This has been, unfortunately, our lot for so many years. And today we see it in Eastern Europe, the Ukraine, which is being horrifically, horrifically attached by 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 Russia. And we, you know, when we live in the United States, even living in Eretz Yisrael, we're not realizing the full, the full effect of what it means, the death and the destruction, and the fact that there's no heat, and this is a modern world, and people can't live without electricity and power, and it's the middle of the winter over there, and it's and so many Yiddin have had to have fled that area, and still Yiddin that are living there. So, it's incumbent upon us to daven, to at least do what we can do, to daven for our brethren, to keep in mind when we're davening Shema Nesre, that the Yidin should be safe wherever they are. And then there's the derech of Muhammad, the derech of war. So, you have to defend yourselves and everything else that we try to do. And again, it's a mushel and it's a nimshal, but we're seeing it in real life today, and we have to realize this took place. Throughout the exile. So, we want to point out some Gewaldic uh, vorts that I was open to see. First of all, just something that I discussed with my grandson, Moshe Abram, who I'm going to see over Shabbos in Cleveland. And I saw a vort that, and I uh, asked the Nikash, Yaakov, Malachim, Yaakov sends Malachim, and Rashi says, and the Torah says, Malachim, and Rashi says, Malachim Amish. He sent actual angels. And who did he send the angels to? He sent it to Asaph. And he tells Asaph a message. The Lovangarti and uh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu uh, gave me tzon, gave me shor v'chamor, and He's giving certain Ramazim to Esav of and Esav comes together with four hundred soldiers in order to kill Yaakov Avinu. So what does it mean? Esav now sees that Yaakov Avinu is hanging around with malachim. You know what a malach is? I told my grandson. Ramalach is a fiery angel. It's got wings, it's tall, it's broad, it's powerful. Something beyond comprehension. So why would have even contemplate to start off to start up with Yaakov uh, Avina? It's like crazy. You're starting up with the angels. So my grandson said, I want to say what my grandson said, he said, Gaiva. You see what Gaiva is? He had Gaiva. And if a person has Gaiva, then even if there's an angel in front of him, he thinks he's better. And I thought there's such a gavala teretz. I want to say it over b'shem, Moshe Abrin, be gazut and should be an But the teretz that Sternbach Schlitzer says, and I think it's also an important lesson for all of us, which is that a person can see literally in front of him, can see the rabbi nashalolem, every single day you can see in front of, you can see the rabbi in front of you. And you don't have to have proofs, just take a look at the human body. But we see there's so many people, scientists and the like that say, oh, that's it's nature, it's just upidara khateva, and people lose sight of the fact that everything is really is everything is really from the rabbi Lalam. You can have the biggest proof to the proofs of a Hu. But if a person is not a mammon, if a person doesn't uh believe in a Hu, then even if he sees angels, He'll deny the validity of the angels. And uh, a person can have, if a person has a munah, then no matter how difficult the matzav is, he believes in the power of the rabbi Yisholeim. And this really is the explanation of what the Pasuk says later on, that asav was really great in Seichel. He knew the truth. And it wasn't a chiddush to him when he saw Malachim. He hung around, he knew it in his father's house. But as even though he knew it, but the esh of Taiva, the fire of Taiva, which which was stirred up within him, that was maver him al daito, and um, that hanah from olam azeh is that 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 moment of hanah which is in front of a person. Person doesn't realize that that doesn't compare to the to the to the, to the And as I'm here in the Golas of the the gashmi, the kagalus. And I'm not trying to poke fun, but just the reality is, there's no question it strikes a person very, very powerfully. And we see the way the world lives over here, unfortunately. And the only Eitz is for a person to connect himself to the call, Kol, Kol Yaakov, to the Batimidrashim, and to the Batik Bar Hashem, I saw and I see that there's a Reboi, the Batimidrashim, and there's more Torah learning that's going on. And that's the way we combat. So I think part of the Mohamah is to recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the place that we turn to. Uh, we know the Pesach says, that Yakaravina says he's afraid, and he says, HaTzilein save me from the hands of my brother, save me from the hands of Esav, and everyone has the Kasha, what's the Miad Rashi says his pshat, but as you do the Beis Halevi, the base Halevi says that Esav comes in two forms. Sometimes Esav comes as the classical of The Saina Yisrael, the hater of Klal Yisrael, tries to destroy us, uh, frontal, so to speak, the classic way of uh, the Nazis, Yomach the Inquisitions, Yomach Shemam, the Arabs who are trying to destroy us in every possible way, anti-Semitism, which is breathing, unfortunately, throughout the world and even in America. And there was a shooting in Staten Island this week and a uh, Nehri parrot was interviewed on the radio or the television. Can you imagine today in New York City, in Staten Island, good, calm old Staten Island, that a person's shooting against Jews, religious Jews, religious children. But this is the way, Esav, Allah, Esav, son of Yaakov. Then there's another type of Esav, the Esav, which is the Ochi, the Esav, which acts like our brother. and the mist of a Gullus, he says you know, like the old phrase that used to say be like be like Ike and be like Mike you know we want to try to be like Michael Jordan we want to try to be like the world it's the slow the slow percolation of assimilation and the changing of values and what's the difference between a guy and a yid unfortunately sometimes people get that attitude that there's no difference they're nice people they have nice things so why can't I be like them? But a person has to know that that insidious type of uh, battle is probably the the harshest battle. And that's what Yaakovin was afraid of. He was afraid of Klai who was going to live in times where it's going to be miyad ochi. It could be that's even more the first thing a person it shouldn't be miyad ochi. When I'm living in the Golis, in the Golis it's called the Zisa Gullus, But Realize that the Zisa Gullus comes with a price to pay. And then... We know that there's the, the, the classical so we This is the way you, you didn't live. You didn't live throughout the exiles. We lived during these different, these different battles. And we have to take the battles to the, we to take the foot to the pedal, so to speak. We have to stand up for our values. The mice, which I always say over it, there, was a, there, was a Mizrahi member of the Knesset by the name of Dr. Borg. Dr. Borg was the head of the Lo Mi group many, many years ago. And he himself was a person that learned Torah. And he had Jewish values very high up in the Israeli government. And he always used to say over it that he was a member of the security team together with Menachem Begin. And he said, The Gemara says, <laughs> He says, if a person learns halachos, uh he's promised that he's going to get Olam Haba. So the, he said, I want to tell you, I learned meya halachas b'yayim. I learned a hundred, a hundred halachas today. today. What are the hundred halachas I learned? I learned the halacha achas, halacha hi of sona Yaakov. When you're in the security and you see what the, the security apparatus, you see what the going are trying to do, this how they're trying to kill us. And uh, you realize that they try every different way in order to get to us. That halacha, e, halachi of son of Yaakov. Riv Sturmbach brings down that there's a medrash. That the medrash says that this is also the template from the Muhammad of Goygur Magog, and that everything that we see throughout history, and especially in today's world, which we're holding, the ikviz of the Meshicha, the gula is befolded in front of us, and we have to recognize that HaKadosh is the one that's in charge. And the Medrash says like this that the final battle, which will be Mechemes it will be like this. The Gogumagog is going to come and they're going to say to all the previous uh, types of um, enemies of the Jewish people and say, You were fools, you were shaitim, because you always looked for Atsis against Yisrael. You didn't realize the only way you can battle them is you have to battle against their leader, the Bari who takes care of them. But I, Gogumagog, I'm going to go and I'm going to battle against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if I go battle against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then once I defeat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, happy courses, that's what he says, then I'll be able to destroy Klai Yisrael. And the Medjush is a peller. Geiger Magog is going to fight against the Rabbi Yisrael. What was he thinking? How is he going to be menatzei HaKadosh Baruch and then go against Klai Yisrael? The answer is is that Gagamogah can't really fight against the Rebbein Shalom, but it can fight against our relationship with the Rebbein Shalom. And that's the question. Do I go, or do I fight the frontal battle against Klai Yisrael, like the classic case of, or do I go, like we said before, I'm going to, <coughs> to delineate the connection between Klai Yisrael and the Rebbein Shalom. The Rebbein Shalom and Klai Yisrael, Kut Shubri Chov Yisrael Chadu, together with the Torah, but if I can somehow uh, separate that connection and that Yidim will not feel a relationship with the Rabbi Neshul and they will, they will say that we, um, that a Baruch Hu, uh, he lives in his world, but doesn't necessarily live in our world. We're living in this new modern society and we can make our own life, then that's the way a Maguk says, eventually I'll be able to defeat their relationship, and then I can defeat Klai Yisrael. But the major says, "Lama in the paslik, Why should they, the, the the goyim? Why should they raise up and make a whole tumul? That's the battle of Gog and against the to separate Klai Yisrael from the Rebbeinu Shalom. But he should. Know, but we have to know there's always going to be people Tzadikim, who are going to be meisur nefesh. And they're not going to remove themselves in Ayodah from the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is, the battle is going to be not a battle of, of a physical nature, but of a spiritual nature. And every single yid that stands up and says, Ah, I'm from the Bonim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then that uh, solidifies and that sanctifies our relationship with the Rekhosh and then Gorgah will not be able to defeat us. Another vote we want to say is the and Garati. Rashi points out the famous Rashi, Garti of the Gematria, Tariyag, and he says, I kept taryag mitzvahs when I was together with Lovin. And Rav Sternbach Schlitter raises the question that how could it be that Yaakov uh, Avinu says that um, I was Mekayim all the mitzvahs? We know that the Torah was only given to Klal Yisrael. Uh, after that Torah, there were certain mitzvahs that Yaakov did not keep. For instance, he uh, had two wives in the last week's parish marriage and, and the Ramban says, because as long as they hadn't come in territory to Shol, then they didn't actually keep the Torah. So what's pshat? Tariyag mitzvah shomarty. It's a the kakasha. So they bring down that the so chassam. says is a lesson of waiting, like waiting uh, for something to happen, like the Pesach says, his father waited for him. He was mam-tin Yaakov Avinu didn't actually keep all the mitzvahs, but he was mishtoikik. He had a great rost and he kept on waiting. When can I be Mekayim, the mitzvahs? Mitzvah I watched over the mitzvahs, meaning I was waiting for it. I couldn't wait to be Mekayim, a mitzvah. And that is a great lesson. Our hishtoikikus for mitzvahs, is sometimes, is more even greater than the mitzvah itself. Riff Sturmbach says that his mother, when she first got married to his father, he, she wanted to move to Eretz Yisrael. and they discussed it, and the father said at that time, it wasn't easy because of the Yishuv, and he said, it's maybe better that we should stay in Chutz Laretz and keep the mitzvahs here and have a hishtokikus, have a want to get to Eretz Yisrael, rather than being in Eretz Yisrael and having hishtokikus to go to Chutz Laretz, because of panacea reasons or other reasons, because it's more difficult. Every person has to know the time and the place that this applies, but this is one of the messages which uh, the Torah is telling us. The last thing we want to say is that it says that Yaakov Avinu, he split up the camp into two parts, and um, he was preparing himself, as we said, for Mohammed. And Mohammed, as we said, like the Ramban said, either to battle or for a person to run away. The Ramban says, this parish again is a template for the way we live in Gaulis to teach us that Yaakov Avinu did not just depend upon his tzitzkis, but he tried with all of his might in order to be matzliach, he prepared himself for battle, prepared himself to run away. So the question that's raised is that why did Yaakov Avinu go to such uh, ends in order to be mishtadom? When we know, there's the mitzvah HaPitochen. There's the concept of tefillah. When it comes to, like, for, for things we know that we shouldn't do too much ashtadlis. So why is it being mishtadl over here? When it comes to oilam hazeh, a person should do less ashtadlis and be Bar Kodesh Baruch So the answer is that when it comes to many mitzvahs, there's a concept of being, of, of, when it comes to parnasa, a certain amount of ashtadlis is needed. But then a person has to recognize, I have to have Betochen HaKadosh Baruch. But not when it comes to the Indian of Pikuach Nefesh. When it comes to Pikuach Nefesh, that's one of the mitzvahs that a person has to do all of the that that is possible for him to do. And Yaakov Avina was m'shtadl b'chol k'echai in order to be mishtadl. And this is the message. The message was, I have to stand up and I have to look for all kinds of etz's. Famous Meister, the Mir Yeshiva, was going through Europe and they were, before they went to Europe, they were in Vilna, and there was a the question, what should they do? Should they try to get Eretz Israel? Should they try to get to Eretz Yisrael? Should they remain in Vilna? Or should they try to get uh, visas, which they eventually did, and they got to Kobe, Japan, and eventually they got to Shanghai, which is where the Mir Yeshiva went. And there was a machlokus that went on, and the great Talmudim of the Mir Yeshiva, and the, the head of it was blaib Malin. They Looked into the different uh, political situations, and I heard the story that they heard that it was worthwhile to try to get the famous visas, which they got from I think his name was Kozaki, the Japanese uh, and the, and the, and Japanese consul who gave out hundreds and hundreds of visas, and the entire Mir Yeshiva was saved miraculously because of that. At the time, the Reblaze Yehuda Finkel was a Yeshiva; he was in Eretz Yisrael. And he felt they should they should try to get there to Shom. And then there were those people who said they should just remain in Vilna. Shev al And originally there was a group that went to Reb Chaim who was the leading Godel in America in, in, in Europe at the time, and he said shev al But then there were some talmidim. They came and they said that Reb Leib Malin and a lot of the great talmidim, they themselves hold. They looked into it and they see that the Stadler says that they should try to get visas to get out of the country. And Rebbe Chaim Moses said, I heard this from Rebbe Choshirk Shlita, that I know all the Talmidim of the Mir Yeshiva. And I feel that if you'd ask me on an individual basis, who has more Das Torah, this Talmud, or myself, I would tell you that I have more, uh, I have more, without being a Balgai, I have more Das Torah. But if you combine all of the different Talmidim of the Mir Yeshiva, that group of Talmudim, that's Khusarabim. Harabim." the schus of that Torah of the Rabbim gives them a das Torah which is greater than my own. And Reb Chaim Reza said they should try to do what they wanted to do, which eventually that turned out to be the Eitzah. And that saved the entire Mir Yeshiva. Rabbi said, we're living in the times of ikv- Ikviz of the Mishikha, And exactly what to do needs a lot of um, insight and it needs a lot of reflection. And we are bereft, unfortunately, we don't have the Gedolim of yesteryear. But what we do have, we have the Torah HaKadoshah. We're living in the Golis. We do Ereshtadlis as best as we can. We recognize that the battlefield is really the battlefield of Ruchnius. Make sure that we shouldn't allow the Achi to take over us. But We should realize it's Esav, all different forms of Esav. Esav always comes in different guises. But we have the Haftocha, that the HaKol Kol Yaakov will save us from the dying of I want to wish everybody a good Shabbos this Parsha Yishlach, we should be emir Hashem, that the Rav should give the malochim together with the B'nai Yaakov, we should to the regula shleim, hei v'yameinu amein v'amein, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.